Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. First time in a long time, but it seems like just yesterday when we were side by side. Beast mode, no one's blocking our way. <laughs> These other guys tried it, but them man ain't got the skills of brazen and Davy, brazen and raging, bringing you the drills and spills. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man, they're too sweet. Brady, BVP, the BV elite. Right here in full gear, about to blow up like TNT. Us man, they're too sweet. Brady, BVP, the BV elite. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for BDE Elite. You found us on whatever podcast app you're using or... Twitch.tv slash podcast and YouTube.com slash upnext. Hello, Twitch and YouTube room. Hello. Yes. Hello, anyone who watches us live, anyone who's in the chat, anyone who's watching the video replays, they're available too. Maybe you like to have us on in the house. Some people send us pictures of them watching them, like uh, they they cast it to their TVs. They're, they're like 8K TVs. We go ah, we're huge. And don't ugly. watch us like yeah. that. Just listen to us yeah. and clean your house. Or something like <laughs> I don't know, something like that. Uh, and uh, we did a show earlier today where I felt bad for our, probably our Wednesday morning commuters. So uh, up next has been dropped. So consider this a double header on of Wednesday shows with the BDE uh, here on Wednesday night. We watched some dynamite. We did. Uh, <laughs> crazy show did i felt did was this something i dreamt up real? from halloween because uh, yeah. i'm still recovering from that so did did that just happen was this a royal rumble yeah <laughs> this thanks for stealing my joke from earlier <laughs> yeah that's what it felt like though yeah, just every every 15 minutes a yeah. legend comes out a, a legend rick ross yeah jeff jarrett yeah shibata yeah colt cabana yeah uh, did anyone else show up probably hobbs <laughs> Um, Hobbs, yeah. <laughs> Legends showed up Legend. in this crazy roulette edition of Dynamite. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk all about it, which uh, which it was a weird show. It, it felt surreal. It, I felt I like know. it was uh, kind of awful, but pretty great. Yeah. As well. Oh, definitely. Yeah. This, was, this wasn't the, the best episode no. by any means, but... 
Uh, it's and there just... was some, like, maybe worst thing of the year contenders. There was. This, I would say. Yeah. It was, it's interesting. Last week, uh, we went off. I feel like it's been last week and probably the week before that, but probably specifically last week on BD Elite, this show, me and you went off on a, another uh, tangent about Rampage. And we said some things like, I don't care who wrestles on Rampage. I'm not watching the show. I'm over that show. And Tony Khan was like, oh, yeah, I hear everybody saying they won't watch Rampage. What if Shibata wrestles on Rampage? And that's uh, what is booked to happen this Friday in Atlantic City, which is just crazy. Yeah, bizarre. so they've set up this, this what? dream match thing. Um, what the hell? Yeah. Yeah, it's Shibata's year's been weird because he had the uh, Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom match, match where quote, it quote wasn't match. it wasn't meant to be like strikes, but he was like, "Now nah, we're doing strikes," <laughs> and had that he did the grappling match last year. End yeah, of last that's year, right. Okay, that yeah. Junior. Yeah, and then just quiet forever, and then I completely forgot about him being on Forbidden Door, doing the the sunglasses. Oh, right, with, with orange. orange right, yeah, yeah. So when that all happened. Later in the show, I'm like, oh, okay. So, Crazy. like, what's the deal? Has he got, like, Paige's doctor as well or something? He's like... New Japan will let me wrestle? Cleared, sometimes you're not cleared. AEW will. AEW will let me wrestle. Mm. So that's... I mean, Orange Cassidy, it's not going to be like, you know... No, I think that's why it's smart. I mean, there's a way of doing that with no, like... Crazy. Strikes or anything. But. Like, I'm, I, I'm not thinking this will make the show get this giant jump, but I think it will help... You know, you're real smart. You're real, you know, hardcores who do know who Shabbat is. And possibly people now who, you know, might not be familiar who are like, wait, what's all this like hype about? What is going on? This sounds like it's a big deal now. So, yeah, sounds sounds awesome. Uh, yeah. Shabbat is going to be wrestling. That's just seems crazy. crazy. And that's not even the craziest thing that really happened on this show. Oh, there's so I'm still like, yeah, trying to put it all together. Yeah. It's fuck two dimes, man. Like. We're, we're still we're still watching two dimes. <laughs> wow, we forgot about him in the in our, yeah. in our wow just a lot. Oh man, lot I mean, on. guys, you gotta follow our Twitter if you haven't already. Uh, Up next podcast because we posted our photos of our Halloween costume. We we Sting and Darby don't really use social media all that much, but we still need them to see this. So every like and RT. Go check out our ridiculous costumes from Halloween and check out all the other stuff that we have coming out uh, on our socials and everything because uh, it's going to be a couple crazy weeks leading towards our big fun post-wrestling day is what really Mm. it is. The post-wrestling party, post-wrestling show in Newark uh, on the same day as Full Gear, which we're going to be going to as well. We'll be seeing Jeff Jarrett live. Yeah, you were you were th- saying uh, right before we were recording that because uh, I was like, "Yo, have you ever seen Jeff Jarrett live?" Because you're gonna, yeah. I, I I would assume so. And you said it's probably Lethal and Jarrett versus Sting and Darby. Yeah, which makes total sense. Which means we're gonna be there live when Sting does a crazy street it, fight. Yeah, it'll jump. be a no DQ, of course. crazy match. Yeah, Ric Flair will be there bleeding. For some okay, all right, <laughs> all right, yeah, but yeah, exactly. Uh, so we're we're hyped. Yeah. To, to go to full Man, what gear. a year Jeff Jarrett's had. <laughs> what a what a life Jeff Jarrett's had. Yeah, we'll get you know we we'll... say about like Anderson and Gallows being the luckiest guys. I mean, he's or there. is it Jarrett? <laughs> yeah, he is definitely one of them. Definitely, he's just uh, just coming up, popping up everywhere. Jeez, we'll get to that for sure. Uh, yeah, full gear is going to be totally fun. We're going to be having a lot of fun during the day with the post wrestling meetup and show opening the show. 
for John and Way, who are absolute legends. So I can't wait to do that. Go to postwrestling.com slash live to get tickets if you haven't already. I don't know why you're not doing it if you are in the area. Or maybe you're thinking about, should I just should I spring for that last-minute flight? Yeah. Should I do it? Ah, it might be the only time to meet all these people. So uh, I'm super excited. We're hearing that we're getting everyone related to the podcast. Andrew Thompson, W.H. Uh, Park, John Inway, Mike Murray, Brandon from New Jersey, John Ceno, Fire Frank. This list, list keeps getting like crazier and crazier. Jordan Goodman yeah. is going to be there as well, post-wrestling. Uh, there's so many. Our man Neil. Our man, ne- Our man Neil is going to be there. Benno. Benno's going to be there. Grapple. Yeah, this is like, this is crazy, man. This is like all these different people. So if you are fans of the, the show, this is like the absolute time. Just do it. Uh, come hang out. We're, we're pretty, we're pretty happy go lucky people and like to meet people. And it's what this is all about. So I hear, um, Vicky and Nyla are doing commentary during John and Way's, uh, talk. Yeah. yeah. Should we start our show <laughs> eating a bag of chips? <laughs> he would love it. Yeah. Uh, exactly. No, we're more professional than mm. that. Instead, we're going to have a live version of our game, and it's going to be basically a whole Royal Rumble in itself, edition of Fall Gear. Yeah, going to be like Squid Game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One person walks out with, well, not their life and a lot of money, but instead something even better than life and money, the BDE Championship. Mm. Because Fire Frank does not know what is in store because basically, are we giving him the buy-in? We're giving him the buy-in, right? So, yeah, he goes right to the He finals. gets the Daniel LaRusso the Daniel Karate LaRusso, Kid 3 exactly. buy-in. Yeah. <laughs> we just did a review of it. That's why it's still fresh in our heads. Frank just gets to face the winner of this But thing. it's going to be the winner of, like, it should be the best of the best, right? Because yeah. surely anyone showing up to this show yeah. are the best. So all competing for that one spot to go against Fire Frank. Yeah, somehow, some way. So yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, possibly uh, Rock Scissors... Tortilla slap between Andrew Thompson and our man Neil. So like, there's the cards already happening. The cards getting stacked. Mm. It's going to be nuts. Uh, We're we're totally excited. This whole week in New York is going to be awesome. Imagine (laughs) flying all the way over from the UK, from Ireland rather. Yeah. To to New Jersey for this show. And you're coming to get slapped in the face by a tortilla. (laughs) (laughs) Probably still jet lagged. Like. (laughs) I just want to say that right now. Why not? Lay that. That's the challenge out there. Yeah. Rock scissors. Rock, scissors, well, paper, slap. What's the slap. Um, like New Jersey Athletic Commission's like rulings on that? <laughs> eh, we don't need to worry about that. It's fine. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's just tortilla. Yeah. We're not gonna like you know like put them in the oven first or anything. They won't be hot oh, or is that crispy. Thing, that that's that's too far. That would be like the steel tortilla. I don't even know what it is to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I just know you hit someone with a tortilla. So all right. It sounds great. So, Neil, Andrew, they, yeah. there's the challenge. There's the challenge. Will you accept it? <laughs> Our Twitters are public. At the Brady, at, at Davey Portman. Let's go. I want to see this happen now. I just mm. booked it. I don't know. I just yeah. really want to see someone use this t- tortilla thing. It looks fun. <laughs> Maybe it's for, like, the Joker spot in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Do people do it? Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Uh, well, that's something that we got going on in the next few weeks. That is all happening uh, when Full Gear is happening. So that weekend of the, what, the 18, 19, all them is going to be so much fun. And we can't wait to see all of our friends uh, down in New York and uh, so forth because you guys are amazing. And uh, we love our listeners. Join the Facebook group if you haven't. And Patreon.com slash up next while I'm at it because we have so many shows. We recorded a Was Next talking about the BFFs, Sasha Banks, Charlotte and Summer Rae joining forces and uh, a, two, a two out of three falls main event match. 
as well. Uh, then we had a review of Jurassic Park. Uh, what's the movie review we have this week? Disorderlies. Yeah. From 1987. Crazy pick from Maddie B, uh, who's a legend, by the way, King uh, World Champ patron over at our Patreon. He picked this movie. We he- finally met. The, we did in Toronto. Yeah, yeah, he is an amazing dude, and uh, bless him. And he picked. He just picked. Last time, I think he picked heavyweights, which was about, uh, just a gas. So this is going to be mm. just, just as just as fun. So that's a review coming out as well. We just did the Omen. I mentioned Karate Kid Part Three. We have some crazy movie reviews. Our Halloween Havoc '97 review is out. We're getting ready for a War Games review this month as well. Yeah, we got Full Brawl '97. NWO <sighs> versus Horseman. Oh, in the War Games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, crazy stuff. So hey, five bucks a month gets you access to all. All this stuff and everything coming out this month, plus everything in the back catalog. Go support your boys and uh, check out some of the podcasts we do because we love to entertain you and talk about wrestling and all sorts of uh, silly nonsense. Uh, before getting into um, uh, some dynamite, um, enough of the plugs, but um, first of all, rest in peace to take off. Uh, I know you're un- unironically like a kind of a fan of the Migos. Yeah. So uh, rest no, in peace. That's a terrible awful. story. Yeah. Uh, he's he's like just like this pe- super peaceful dude just off to the side and it was a stray bullet uh, mm-hmm. that apparently killed him so that is just uh, terrible so rest in peace take off um, and then I saw some other wrestling stuff like I thought like you mentioned this show watching Dynamite today um, felt like did this happen when I woke up one day on Twitter like on Halloween it was like or after Halloween it was like. Uh, Nakamura is going to wrestle Great Muda, and I was like, "Is this real or is this another one of those fake?" There's, there's all these <laughs> like fake matchup things. Yeah, aren't there? like there were a bunch of Jericho's opponents today. I don't believe it but- <laughs> until post wrestling posts it. So, yeah, I saw this. So that's actually happening. So when when is because Muda's on this great retirement tour, right? He's going to be teaming with Sting in a match, I believe. Um, and then what? The when's hell? his final date? Uh, um, I don't know. That's All crazy. I'm saying is, is there a chance of him being in the Royal Rumble? Great Muda? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, On cool. this retirement tour. Yeah. yeah but I feel he sense. ends around January, and that's when the end of January. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, it would. We were at the Rumble. He showed, or sort of, the so, Battle Royal. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. So the talk is apparently this has been uh, when Muda announced his retirement tour. He wanted Nakamura as a match, and... There were kind of negotiations, and then it kind of fell through. And then once Vince went, and there's some more news there. Yeah. Um, once Vince went, Triple H was kind of like, "Now nah, let's put it together." Wow, interesting. So yeah, pretty pretty cool. Yeah, that is super cool. Uh, I feel like a lot of uh, people would be interested in watching that match. Mm-hmm. I I would certainly yeah. watch that match. I mean, just just like kind of nostalgia. Like, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. It's, it sounds cool. Definitely. Tour, yeah. Yeah. You think he's gonna spit it in his face? Probably. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. We got to do a BME Great Muda. Absolutely. Whatever. Yeah. That's when, January. Once he finally retires. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Retirement date. Let's have a look. Uh, we got to throw in the, the Halloween Havoc electric cage match. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just really not good. <laughs> uh, January 22nd. Is January 22nd. Goodbye. There you go. We'll have to do that in January or February yeah. or something. So cool. Yeah. What, what was going on with Vince McMahon? Uh, so the uh, investigations come to an end. Oh no! Now. Is that good or bad? And uh, well, uh, it's it's over. Yeah. All right. Um, so don't what? really know the results from it, but apparently they there was word that like there would be a possibility of him coming back, but then oh, like boy. technically, but everyone's like, nah, nah, he's done. Right, right. Yeah. No chance. No chance. <laughs> no chance in hell. All right. Well, that's good news then. 
Because so. I don't want that. No, no, yeah. it's been, We're it's moving been on. good recently. We're moving on. We got uh, Sami Zayn being Usi. We got everything yep. going on. I loved that segment. Uh, I've watched it a few times now. Uh, they clipped it and put on their YouTube and their Twitter and stuff. But Sami Zayn and, and the, the Usos and Roman Reigns, that whole thing basically is Adam Sandler and Chris Farley back in SNL days, like trying to make each other laugh, like <laughs> killing each other. It was everyone. Like the yeah. thing was, it was Jay had it worse because it made sense for all the other characters to be laughing. Yeah, like Jimmy's, to... Jimmy like finds him funny. Solo's right. in the middle and Roman's like humored him a lot. So good. And, but it's Jay just really trying not to, yeah. which is so funny. <laughs> Jay... And Roman just being like, no, 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 no. Come, come here. Over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, right in front of the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Uso was basically Jimmy Fallon in any yeah. SNL sketch. He it was brilliant. Did. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, I can't, I don't think, oh, I, I saw an, and then I saw an ad, which I, again, thought this was crazy. I, I don't, still don't usually watch SmackDown. I just kind of cherry pick some stuff, but Rey Mysterio is going to face Gunther. <laughs> That's Friday, right? What the hell? I'm I'm definitely going to watch that. You got Ray versus Gunther, followed by Shibata versus Orange Cassidy. Wow, what a night! Dream matches yeah. come to life Friday. Big night Friday, yeah. Yeah, we'll definitely have to give some thoughts on that next week because that's on Tuesday night with Up Next. Because that sounds that sounds. I'm definitely going to have to check that yeah. out, especially with the Usi stuff going on. It's cool. I will say, like, there is um, this new sort of regime in WWE. There's yeah. some freshness to it. I know the last couple of Raws haven't been great, but. Like the stuff with the bloodlines, really fun. Walter, sorry, Gunther's been having quite the run. The like Dominic stuff has been weirdly entertaining. I'm kind of glad because they've announced Montreal for uh, Elimination Chamber. You going? And I'd kind of be down to go. Yeah. And I, I can see like, I mean, I'd like an excuse to go to Montreal again anyway. But I could have seen if that was announced like six months ago, we'd be like, ah. Uh, but I feel it could be good. And like the way Sammy is right now, being in Montreal, come on, you've got to do something huge with the guy. Yeah, is that the giant hope spot that you think yeah. he went he could win the chamber or something like that? Like Exactly. That you could you could do something like that. Uh yeah, I completely agree. Uh definitely not been interested in WWE main product stuff and to especially travel for it wouldn't mm. be something I would be interested in. Uh, I did the WrestleMania right before the pandemic and like did that off my checklist. And I was like, all right, WWE is definitely cool enough. But now I'm getting some interest back yeah. in it. Like my interest is coming back. It, it was never an issue with the talent. In fact, they were like better than they've ever been. And the, mm. the stars have been always there. Just how the shows were, how it was the same stupidity and not really wrestling. It, it has definitely changed. Of course, you're going to get the stupid stuff. You will on Dynamite is the show we're about to talk about. But like, the fact that like they're, they they see, like we went to that raw and that completely changed our perception of raw I, and WWE. So. I think there's been uh, like over the years you always look back at like the good stuff and remember the good stuff. But all you need is at least one thing that holds your interest. I'm thinking about uh, that Daniel Bryan run in 2014. There wasn't really much else that interested me on the show, but that was enough right for me at the time. Yeah, and like I, I'm kind of feeling at this point yeah there's still a lot of shit but there's enough good stuff that i'm kind of into that would make me want to go to a show again yeah uh montreal in february go for it's a saturday fucking cold won't it it'll be cold but you know it'll be cold here it's, as it's well, cold so, here as well yeah. canada but uh our, our friend jesse from the six i asked him if he wanted to go and he said he's never been to a chamber match and i said yeah me neither yeah, so me you neither. won't be able to see shit yeah no. but it'll be fine yeah maybe we're going i messaged charbel 
He's yeah. in, he's interested. Dude, Imagine dude, sitting dude. with Charbel at the elimination chamber. He'd get arrested. He'd be kicked. He'd get kicked out and arrested before the main event. Let's be honest. I've never even met him during Sammy's but... entrance. We'll just be I don't think he'll make from security. I don't think he'll make it past the women's match. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Well, maybe he'll be amped up like uh, be our guest. Be our guest on the uh, the watch along. Oh yeah, and the Beast. wow. We haven't done that. we've done a watch along. Mm. Those things in a while. Remember that mm. pandemic? <laughs> yeah, the pandemic. Uh, well, uh, I don't remember what we were talking about, but WWE is great Montreal, and we should watch it. Yeah. yeah, we might go to the chamber. We're thinking about it. Mm. So we're thinking about it. But we know we if are you're feeling oozy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we're always feeling oozy, except uh, the day after Halloween. Yo, yesterday we're was not still Uzi. recovering. I'm still kind of not oozy today. My Halloween weekend was like <laughs> way too bonkers. In fact, I'm not doing anything until New York. Like, yeah, I'm, just, I'm, I'm in the same. I world. might even learn how to read. I'm just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to chill. You made a nice roast for dinner. It was nice. Yeah. I bought a new bong. That's just like... It's a good day. We, I bu- I'm charging the Switch. We'll play some Mario Kart. Yeah, time to, to change. It's like Halloween. We're off. We have a, we'll have a little blip in New York. Oh, and then hurting, I'm done man. till Christmas. I'm hurt. Might not even do Christmas this year, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, we'll do Christmas. I, enjoy, I enjoyed last Christmas. Yeah. Stuck in... in <laughs> I was stuck in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Arriba. <laughs> Let's go to Mexico. You want to go to Mexico? Yeah, no, I do. Uh, maybe our landlord will pay for us. <laughs> That's for a Patreon show. Yeah, I think uh, we should discuss. Yeah, uh, Patreon.com slash up next. Uh, five bucks a month gets you access to almost 500 podcasts, but also may let us pay our rent yes. every month. So, yes, thank you. <laughs> and shout out landlords. Uh all right. Well, I guess we can chat about some AEW Dynamite from November 2nd, 2022 from Baltimore, Maryland, home of Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Right? right? That's why you had all these Ring of Honor matches today. Nice. We start off with the opening contest, basically a grudge match here featuring Jay Lethal versus the guy you dressed up for Halloween as. It was me. Darby, Darby. Allen. And again, go check out Live the photo. Live, laugh, love. You killed it. Yeah. You looked exactly <laughs> like him. Uh, a shoo-in. You could have been a stunt double. Would you ever be I, a stunt I, I double? I wanted to do a coffin drop on someone. We were trying to get you Big to... Penta. Yeah, I have some videos on my phone. Maybe I'll post them in the group or something. Because I posted on Instagram stories, but they disappeared. Because the, you had a, a street fight with Pentagon mm. Jr., El Zero Nero, in the middle of Church Street in Toronto. Ch- Toronto basically has this Church Street. It's, uh, uh, it's pretty gay. The it's Church the Street. Yeah, yeah, it's the gay village. But during Halloween and Pride and d- different events, they basically close off this big street downtown and it turns into giant street parties all down the street. It is something you would definitely recommend. So they finally brought it back since pandemic, the street party and us walking around with our AEW people. It was just a blast. So I'll have to post some photos because you, you were all our costumes. We all looked really good, good, really, really good. Uh, The best reaction though was uh, our boy Penta, uh, our buddy Tom and this, this old woman, she was not old woman, but like older woman was walking the street and she saw him. And like was shocked, and she comes up to him, and he's she's like, I, I I don't watch a lot of wrestling now, but my father he he loves he loves like luchador, and she she's speaking in Spanish and Pentagon Penta, and she wanted to take a photo. We're like, Amazing. absolutely take a photo, and then we we're like, we watched Triple Mania, and she's like, oh oh my god, thank you, I'm gonna send it to him and show him. We're like, absolutely, and I was like, whoa, Penta is over, yeah, it was great. It was a great costume. It was awesome. He awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal in 
our opening match. It starts out with Darby just charging at Jay Lethal because he's pissed off. He keeps getting beat up by him and his boys. It's a giant brawl. Satnam Singh is tall. He's standing around. Uh, Darby and Jay Lethal start brawling through the front of the crowd, and Lethal's just bullying him, like hitting him into the guardrails and stuff. Uh, there's then a German from Lethal on the apron to Darby, which looked pretty deadly, and then goes for the Lethal Injection where he does his handspring, but then gets countered into a beautiful-looking sleeper hold from Darby, but eventually Lethal gets out of that. Uh, Darby decides, because Satnam keeps getting in the way, that he's going to do his running tope suicide con hilo yeah. thing, but as I said out loud, like if he does that on him... he. He won't move. That won't make him budge. And that is exactly what happens. This was like... This is the best thing Satnam Singh's done. This is, he just stood there. This looks like... Darby bounce off of Yeah, him. this looks like it's when like we played pinball. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty impressive. He didn't move a muscle. And Darby just eats shit this and bails. Fun, oh, yeah. man. This was great. No selling it. This is when eventually uh, Darby somehow gets back into the ring. And he's still fighting at Lethal. When a fake sting shows up. It's not the real Sting because he's wearing like a fake Sting mask. Uh, basically my costume for Halloween. And he attacks Darby Allen here and throws Darby back in the ring to, to welcome him with a lethal injection from Jay Lethal who gets up the pin on Darby Allen. Mm. And uh, I mean, it had some fun stuff in this match. I like the attitude from the beginning. Of yeah, it. I like the hot, like the hot start, just both charging at each other. Um, Darby's great with that. Most of his matches, like his grudge matches start hot like this. Yeah. Um, Jay Lethal isn't a character that uh, interests me, but the guy can wrestle. Uh, I thought these two had a pretty pretty fun match to open, and but the highlight for me was definitely that suicide dive to yeah, look great to Satnam Singh. Well, it's it's not over yet because after this fake sting, it's a beatdown on Darby, and they take off his mask to reveal the friend they teased, Cole Carter. No way. Fuck, man. You should have seen our faces. <laughs> Two dimes? From the factory? Dude, I Is watched Jay this Lethal's guy. Friend? I watched this, this guy, and fantastic. I didn't recognize him for a second. <laughs> I'm so sorry to, to Two Dimes, but I was like, wait, who's this guy? Oh, boy. I thought it was yeah. like Darby's local Tumbleweed. childhood friend or something. Tumbleweed. And it was a, okay, it was a bit of a, a double, like a, a bit of a swerve here. I think a deliberate kind of come down for the main event that comes next. Yeah, we started laughing. Be like, holy shit. Us of all people can appreciate two dimes. Yeah. You know, not everyone knows the two dimes like we know two dimes. But we were just like, huh? Okay. Well, while all, while all this is happening, and uh, is it the real Sting that comes out? No, someone else comes out to save him. I don't know. What Darby fights back. Uh, and- so then... Um- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You don't remember? No, no, react- no, real Sting comes out. No? I don't even yeah, remember. Yeah, real Sting then comes out. <laughs> I'm looking at my... I don't know. This show is crazy. Yeah. All right. Notes. Uh, uh, no reaction to Cole Carter. Yeah. Sting comes out. <laughs> then Jeff Jarrett comes out with a guitar. <laughs> was Sting there? Yeah. yeah, Sting was there. And then okay. Jeff Jarrett. Was Jeff Jarrett Jeff there? Jeff Jarrett. That actually happened. <laughs> The last outlaw, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, enters the ring with a guitar. Uh. Darby Allen turns around, <laughs> eats the ch- the guitar shot to the head. He d- oh killed him. God. The blood was just pouring out wow. the back of his head. Yeah. Nasty. I don't know if he bladed or what, but he was in oh, a pool boy. of blood. No, you could see. I could see on the guitar blood from yeah. where it struck him. Crazy. Holy, man. Uh, I don't think Sting was there, says Dickie in the chat. <laughs> uh, we're, we're delusional. So... 
So Jeff Jarrett attacks Darby, grabs a microphone, and starts cutting a, a promo here, and basically says he's declaring war on AEW and the AEW fan base, and uh, you can all choke on that, slap nuts. And then my world hits, and I lost my mind. That great thing scene. still slaps. Yeah, uh, my world. But what the so hell? It's Jeff Jarrett, uh, fucking Jay Lethal, Satnam Singh, and Sanjay Dutt. In a war against AEW. <laughs> so it's TNA versus AEW. I guess. Right. Wow, man. All right. So this can go two of two ways. But we, it's old TNA. It's all guys who signed. Old, old TNA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So f- there's a lot to unpack here. We kind of we kind of fantasy booking now. Full, full gear is Sting and Darby versus Jarrett and Lethal. Yeah. That makes sense. That's that's something that will probably happen. Uh, the the one thing is is like Jeff Jarrett again lucky one of the luckiest dudes in wrestling like just keeps popping up it's, everywhere he can. I but. almost feel like it's like it's grown inducing and the 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 beginning of this starting with the Jay Lethal match which granted I enjoyed but yeah. still starting with the Jay Lethal match to the two dime stuff and then Jeff Jarrett oh boy you're just like what is this what is going on show like it it feels ridiculous but there's almost this. It's Jeff Jarrett's gimmick now, right? Is he just shows up. So if there's a new company, he kind of has to. As long as Jeff Jarrett's alive, any new wrestling company that shows up, he's got to show up at least once. So I'm kind of like, yeah, get your flowers, Jeff. Do your AEW thing. Like the the problem for me is for someone who watched TNA when it like when it happened is like now it's TNA in this place up instantly you've you've reached that level. You did it with Jay Lethal with Sanjay, but like okay, now Jeff Jarrett's here. Granted, he has like turned around and has had like a different run now. It seems like he's a different person. And his his GCW last outlaw run, like you looked at that being like, okay, that could like be something. And well, wouldn't you know it? Here he is here. Like I feel if this is if this is just to build to a match at full gear, yeah, and it's like a one and done kind of job, I'm into it. Yeah. Um it's if this is like is this a new faction that's going to be running for the next few months with the firm and stuff? Like, if if that's the case, I'm like, I don't really feel like I need Jeff Jarrett every week on TV. Thank you. <laughs> Jeff Especially Jarrett? Especially Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. But for a, a full-gear, big, weird Sting Derby match, I think it could be fun. Yeah, I'm, I kind of agree. I'm into that match, and then that's it. It instantly gave me Dan Lambert vibes. Yeah, he like took that role now. Like I hate everything about AEW, yeah. and like Jeff Jarrett should have basically, I think, in a in a promo will will eventually be like, you know, uh, I TNA was better. I had better ratings. No matter what you do, yeah. you'll never get as high ratings as I got. Just like go all go yeah. all TNA on it, uh, definitely. Like I guess, but uh, after that, I don't really really know if I want to see that. I mean, are we going to see Jeff Jarrett win the ROH Championship? <laughs> It is something he, that could happen. He, he's not. He's not former ROH champion. No, 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 no. exactly. So yeah. he's got to get that. He's he's like a twenty-something time world champion yeah. or something, right? Wow, yeah. my world. This was yeah. I mean, oh, I laughed. I laughed. Uh, Just bizarre. Like I again, the show gets weirder as well. <laughs> but you know what, Jeff? Like get. Get the bag, bro. Yeah. Like this guy, I don't know. This guy always gets the bag. So, like, bless him. Like As I said, it's his gimmick now. Like, it it's is fun. He should form a faction with the Good Brothers. 
they, they were open and closed. Yeah, yeah, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. We try to not remember that uh, part. Uh, Frank I don't the, think he was ever kicked out, was he? Yeah. Frank in the Twitch... No, we, we looked it up one time. He was. He was? All right. Frank in the Twitch chat says, it's the greatest stable of all time as Dixieland and Planet Jarrett have now formed. So, yeah. TNA running wild in AEW here. Crazy. We got Ring of Honor. We got ROH. Tony should just buy Impact at this point, right? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> you got everyone. No, he's got... It's going to distract him even more. He's too, <laughs> no, you can't have that because he won't... He won't like, get rid of the titles. He'll just have more titles on AEW every week. Frank's now trying to convince me that Cole Carter is Dixie Carter's son. But <laughs> I, I won't uh, believe you. Uh, don't start this rumor, Frank. Because <laughs> I will believe you, actually. But, yeah, a lot just happened. And that was the opening, like, segment of the show. Yeah. That match. And, Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Just ridiculous. Wow. Well, we then go to John Moxley, who's fired up because... He has a match tonight against Lee Moriarty, and he says it's a big night, probably the biggest in his career, and I don't want this, this, this Lee Moriarty that I've seen before. I want you to be mean tonight. I want you to get everything. Reach down and be violent because I ain't got time for anything else. So he is fired up. Yeah, I kind of like how Mox uh, referenced those initial promos. I think it was Danielson when he was putting the idea of yeah. people to be in the stable, and it was uh, Yuda... Garcia and Lee Moriarty and I like how he's kind of like yeah you just weren't you weren't violent enough you're good but you're yeah. not quite there you're not quite Blackpool Combat Club level yeah what is what did MJF say you're gonna gargle your you, do you gargle your, gargle own, your piss, own piss drink your own blood yeah you gotta do that to join the combat I might club. have on Monday I don't know whoa, what whoa, we go to a video which we thought something was wrong with our feed. I mean, something was, <laughs> was wrong with our feed. Wrong. For, but then we saw D- Delete the Elite, where we see videos of the Elite being deleted, like the videos of them winning the trios titles, them being removed. It was done like a, on a video editor. Yeah. So it was literally, yeah, dragging the, the clip from them winning the titles and then replacing Whoa. with Death Triangle. What could this mean? So it, well, it seemed... I assume that's the match against Death Triangle, but Death Triangle are falling apart as well. So Death Triangle versus the Elite at full gear. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I would see that happening mm. for sure. This is them. Uh, this is them coming back. Yeah, is I assume. Like you tried to delete us, or is this Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy uh, <laughs> calling them out? Fuck yeah, Jeff happened this year as well, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you thought Jeff was going to show up on the show, didn't yeah, you? The, yeah, the I other Jeff he was did at the end to challenge Samoa Joe. <laughs> So the match finished, there were about two minutes left. I'm like, someone's coming out. <laughs> TNAEW is awesome. Yeah. I love this show. <laughs> we go to John Moxley, who comes out with his epic en- entrance through the crowd. I love the the look of William Regal managing John Moxley. It is It's uh, something about William Regal walking to Wild Thing. It's good. He's got a swagger, hasn't he? Yeah, he's major league. Uh, Moxley versus Lee Moriarty and Ethan Page joins commentary and he's talking about how Lee Moriarty is pretty awesome. Uh, Lee eventually gets Mox shoulder first into the turnbuckle pad and the corner post and then eventually throws him into the steps ringside as they go to picture in picture. Uh, We had the feed where they were still uh, wrestling Wrestling. during picture in picture and commentary were talking about uh, Lee Moriarty's hair, which I definitely said before, it reminds me of... Uh, Frank Ocean. I'm not sure if you know who that okay, is, but yeah, his yeah. album cover looks exactly like it. 
Um, when we come back, Lee does this like front hatch chancery suplex with a beautiful bridge for a near fall and then tries to go at it with strikes for Moxley who strikes back. But Lee brings some some kicks and some elbows of his own and eventually gets a back suplex on Moxley. But Moxley no-sells it and then hits a huge back suplex onto him. But eventually, Moriarty comes back with his border city stretch, which is pretty much like the, the Gargano, Gargano escape. escape. Uh, he eventually gets out of that. And then the elbows and the anvils from Moxley and then the Jujikatami, the cross arm breaker, and Moriarty taps out instantly. So Mox beats Moriarty yeah pretty pretty good match here I thought um I thought some of the counters towards the end especially into those like submissions were really smooth and nice um it was nice I feel like I haven't seen Moriarty in singles for a while for a long on time Dynamite. and yeah it was good I I also thought his elbows looked pretty nice in the back of the head I I wouldn't mind it didn't reach the level of those um Utah Mox matches the series of matches they had but I wouldn't mind seeing someone like that with Moriarty, like having a rematch down the line and each time he gets a little closer on Mox. Uh, but yeah, not a bad match here. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't think it got to some of the levels we saw with those mix-ups with Garcia and mm. Yuta, but uh, we have seen him a while back when he first kind of came in here. And I, I still think this guy has big things coming yeah. up for sure. Uh, I love the look that he and has. And I do too. like... Uh, I do like Mox winning in different ways as well. Yeah. Not just the Death Rider every match. Yeah, getting over like some submissions mm. and stuff. Um, it's pretty cool. We go to Rene Paquette. Oh, and sorry. Uh, oh. Ethan Page being on commentary as well was kind of talking about MJF and how that he's basically saying he's lying and that he's going to use the diamond ring and he's just trying to fool people. Which, so yeah. Keeping, it felt it was keeping like uh, Page in the mix with... Both MJF and Mox. Right. Uh, Ethan, after the match, ran down and attacked Moxley uh, yes, as well. Yes, right. uh, So, yeah, that's, no MJF on this show. Mm. But they were alluding to things like, oh, MJF this, MJF that. So it well, is he's too- selling the attack, right? Fair enough, fair enough, right. Yeah, true. We go to Renee with our sit-down with Soraya and not Britt Baker because... Decided not to show up here. So Britt no-showed and Soraya says Britt doesn't care about anyone or anything else other than herself. And she is scared of me. She says that I've built divisions everywhere that I went. I'm, I've am i just turned 30 and I've been wrestling 17 of those years. So I am like already done everything there is to do. And says... But when I saw the opportunity, I knew there was something special about AEW, this rebel company. So I I had to to come here. And, well, this is when Renee asked her the elephant in the room question. Where do you stand medically? Are you cleared to fight? And she says, well, uh, I have been cleared and consoled by some doctors. But there's one more doctor I need to consult next week. Mm. Meaning the doctor. Brick. Brick. Yeah. I think she lays out a challenge for full gear. Yeah, I assume this is what it's setting up to. I just, I haven't liked Soraya at all since she's come in. I feel she seems, she comes across very insincere, I think, in these promos. And when she's always talking about making the division better and stuff, it's like, well, what the fuck have you done recently? You know? Um, Yeah. I don't know. I just, there's been a real disconnect. And I've, I've liked Paige over the years and I'm, Excited to see her wrestle again, but this whole return has just done absolutely nothing for me. 
I feel like this could have been aired like the second week, like after her debut. Yeah. This is what you should have done to kind of do this. Because it I, feels like, yeah, they, they've just got no story written. And they're, they're still teasing on TV that, oh, is she cleared? Is she not? Yeah. It's like, well, just get on with it. Like, yeah, I, I feel like at least now they're going to set up to, I imagine she's just laying out the challenge. Yeah. I want to wrestle and it's against you, Brit. So like, cool, do it. And let's go to that match. But uh, she comes. She definitely like comes. I li- I like Paige. I, I was Me too. always a big fan of her, but I, I do feel like she's coming across very unlikable. Yeah. Uh, this not so much in this one, but like still like basically like just I've done this. I've done this. I've done this, and oh this this other company. I decided to okay like yeah. But I I bet the match could be good. I I'm interested to see how she is. Obviously, I hope she is. It's been a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So will be interesting. But yeah, I'm just. I think the, the everything on paper sounds great. Like, yeah, Soraya coming back, wrestling again after her injury uh, against Brit, one of the top stars there, sounds awesome. Like yeah. a, a big a big women's match, which is not for one of the titles on a pay per view, sounds great, but it just hasn't connected at all. We've been uh, watching a lot of Paige uh, Soraya because we do was next mm. on the Patreon, and she currently we're in 2013. She's the the champ. She's the champ inaugural champ uh which she's had some pretty good matches she used to be great she used to be one of my favorites we go to uh lamar is it lamar jackson yeah. <laughs> Who, so it looked the like Raven. everyone's yeah everyone thought there was a fight in the crowd during the moxley match but then it turns out that uh the mvp from the ravens lamar jackson is here so it kind of cuts to him you could see in the uh during the match i think it was while mox was doing the stomps he basically just waited because they were all kind of chanting mvp yeah. and stuff and was like looking and was like oh, okay all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so this guy's just chilling ringside having a good time yeah he'd look like he kept like smiling and then like oh no i don't want to be on camera oh no stop well more, more when jericho called him out like, yeah oh yeah yeah for sure we go to tony shivani backstage with william regal uh after that mox match and regal's talking about mjf and his chances against moxley at full gear and says mjf all the potential in the world won't help you on the pay-per-view, at the pay-per-view, because you say you're the devil yourself. Well, the real demon is John Moxley, which uh, I really love that line. Mm. Yeah, Moxley, I believe it. He looks like a demon. Yeah. Big old scary, handsome demon. But Yeah. No, yeah. I, I'm looking forward I like to the match that. a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's been built up really well. Me too. Definitely. We go to, are you ready for it? Mm. The big, bad, daddy-ass birthday bash. Oh, boy. <laughs> I added the big bad, but they could have added that, Big too. bad, daddy-ass birthday bash, yeah. <laughs> Happy birthday, daddy-ass. That's right. So, uh, out come the tag team champs, the acclaimed, and they're celebrating daddy-ass's birthday, who's had his hands uh, attacked and taped up mm. because he's been injured, so he can't scissor because Swerve basically... Sh- kidnapped him he, he broke his fingers man it looked like it was like heidenreich uh yeah. when he was up behind him but it looked very scary uh so the claim come out they uh, max caster has a rap basically says uh rhymes happy birthday daddy asked yeah something. did he kind of mess up the end because he was kind of doing his thing and then it was like happy birthday or something i, I felt ju- like he messed up the end of the it, thing but I, he managed to like pick it back up yeah if but he I did think he, he missed was- a few words and then was like waiting and if Maybe. he did, then he still managed to save it for sure, uh, definitely. But I liked how he said that uh, 
Swerve is going to pay like Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Bringing up Twitter stuff. $8. Should we get up next chat marked? Get <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it when we change the name. I think uh, Pollock's, Pollock's verified, isn't he? Is he is. Is he going to be paying? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. He probably won't. No. For, to make a statement. Yeah. Right. But now, yeah, John. But now you, you don't need to. You don't need to pay. You don't need a check mark, John. Now we live in a world where anyone can be check marked. Yeah. What does that even mean? It just means you verified. So like Elon Musk better personally verify everyone. <laughs> that's yeah. All right. Eight bucks. He just keep popping up on my feed. It's kind of annoying. Elon. Yeah. He should just run for president. Him and fucking Glenn. Keep, the fuck is keep Glenn? Popping up Kane. Oh. <laughs> They've been on my feet a lot this <laughs> this last week. Elon Musk and Kane. Yeah, yeah, they should be a tag team. Both knobheads. Pre- president and vice president, right there. God, fuck, that, that's horrendous. That's what this world's coming to, though, isn't it? Yeah, the Rock says Until he's not Rock running. Any- no, he says he's not doing. He's not going to run. He says, ah, "I was just joking." Come on, Rock. Yeah, do it for the people. Who else? Who else do we have if we don't have the Rock? Like big, you know, celebrity. Presidents, we don't have Elon, Elon Musk is like real life Iron Man. Well, he's he's not American, is he? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So it's just Kane. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you could be my I don't like this world. <laughs> that guy is ridiculous. You still love Kane, yeah? Don't bad, love Kane some, so much. some bad takes, Kane. Bad take, Kane. Bad take, Kane. <laughs> Remember when he did that storyline about Katie Vick? <laughs> Sorry, Tony Khan's just posted the graphic. Jeff Jarrett is all elite. Nice. It's official. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett is... Oh, is is that the image for the show? <laughs> no, the image is Jeff Jarrett, Shibata, uh, Rick Ross. Oh, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, We're getting boy. there, guys. Sorry. So it's the big, birdie, big bad booty daddy birthday bash, daddy ass bash. And we get to the ring. Um... <laughs> Sorry, welcome to AEW Dynamite, to the new AEW, AEW Director of Business Development, Jeff Jarrett. He's got a fucking title as well. I look forward to expanding the AEW live events calendar in 2023 and in future years with Double J. Uh, damn. Okay, next month. So they want to do house shows? Is, They're going to do house shows? That? Well, he wants to do more live events. Interesting. So, okay. and Jeff Jarrett's in charge. That, that, wasn't that his job in... Is this a, this is the legit account? I'm sure I saw that as a joke earlier. There's too many fake ones now. Yeah, no, just... this one's this one's <laughs> legit. <laughs> Fuck man, <laughs> I'm talking my world. Oh. Yeah, I love that theme. So, anyways, there's a big dad. What is it? The dads who big finger dads. each other, daddies. What is it? Big fingering daddies show <laughs> birthday, birthday scissoring bash. daddies. Sorry, we're all over the place now. This Jeff Jarrett news is shaking us to the core. I don't know. Am I? I feel like I'm dreaming. It's a fever dream. Yeah. We go to the big booty daddy birthday bash. It's Bowens who says it's been hell of a ride. They're tag team champions. They couldn't have gotten here without the help of daddy ass. And he says that we've got a, a bunch of different presents for him, including, are you ready for it? Big Scissor me foam fingers Ooh. now available at awshop.com. So there you go. Finally, I think the fans were asking for it for quite a while yeah. the, since since the scissoring started. So go this, get this. Feels it's like two months late. 
right? It feels like it's a little late, but yeah. Uh, they got the foam fingers. And then uh, then they mention um, Sneaky Swerve and how he basically swipe or no swiping, attacked the hands of daddy ass. And then uh, Bowens mentions the DX reunion and says, we invited some people, but a few of them didn't show up. And they were mad. They were mad that you didn't show up at the reunion. Uh, then they, they, they give him best dad, best daddy trophy. Yeah. Right. Best. It's a best dad trophy. And but then they've written daddy, best daddy in the world trophy. Uh, they go through the crowd and look at all the de- best signs and then take like these giant scissors. They're just having a good time having celebrating time. daddy ass's birthday when they say they have one last gift and it is adoption papers because they want daddy ass to adopt them. And he stops and has to think about it when the gun club come out, the guns, uh. went with was it Excalibur who were like, and here comes the guns who are actually, uh, who are the sons of daddy ass by birth. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excalibur oh, killing it. Oh my God. Amazing. It was so matter of fact, and just it's like if you're just tuning into this show, these are his actual kids. These are his actual kids. (laughs) Oh man! So the guns are Uh, mad. Which I I literally turn to you and go, "Yo, wouldn't they be mad?" Well, they beat up their dad a few times. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, the guns are mad, rightfully so, and they say, "Yo, we're your actual sons. Why weren't we invited Mm. to your your birthday party? Like, what the hell?" And and. Daddy ass is like, okay, like you can come in here. And, uh, well, this was all a, a big ruse as they are attacked from behind by big casts and he big boots them. And then they all beat down on the acclaimed and daddy ass when FTR's music hits, which is still a banger and outcome FTR for the save. And then they scare away the baddies, but then FTR pick up the AEW tag titles and slowly look at it mm. and hand it over to the acclaimed. As commentary mentioned, this is uh hey, we'll see you down the line. Yeah, soon. we know we can't be next, yeah. but we're coming for you. Yeah. We see ya. Uh so yeah. A bit of a very WWE esque uh like style. Sports entertainment, but I thought it was done pretty well. I, I, I liked it. I was unsure at first and Me a little too. like, oh god, where's this going? Yeah. And then the adoption papers bit really won me over yeah but i had this feeling because it it was going the way it was going it almost felt festival of friendship-esque and i was like fuck are the acclaimed gonna me too boot this guy yeah. in the face or something yeah be like your dead weight i was like no you can't do that but no. i definitely got that like tease just from the setup i was thinking it this is a ridiculous story but i i think it's working and it's pretty fun it, this was one of my more favorite bits on the show, actually. I mean, like, these guys are just over, man. It's so funny. Like, you got, you, you went to Grand Slam and every one of you guys got the Scissor Me Daddy shirts, oh, yeah. the pink one, like the black one, and then the pink writing. And you got me one, and I've worn it a few times, and I'll tell you, it gets looks. <laughs> it, it gets does. some inch. It's, it's a conversation starter, and, uh, people are like, wait, what is, that? what is that? And it's like, oh, it's a wrestling thing. It's, you know, you're supposed to scissor. And they're like, that's, amazing <laughs> so uh everyone loves to scissor and everyone loves the acclaimed but yeah i assume the acclaimed I, is it officially announced i can't remember but uh wikipedia says it's true so it must be true that full gear is uh swerve in our glory yes that's full gear. okay so that's the rubber match mm-hmm. and then we'll see at the FTR and then we've got ftr the and a gun club challenging them for like the roh or something oh okay. maybe right 
Because they're kind of feuding right now, right? Right, right. And then that will be basically setting up the claims next part. So do you think FTR are on the pay-per-view? I mean, maybe the Gun Club match. <laughs> oh, it really? feels a bit weak, but that's that's the only feud they got going right now. Well, next week on Dynamite, it's announced the acclaimed and FTR team up to take on Swerve and Our Glory and Billy and Austin Gunn. That's right, yeah. So. That Swerve confirms that. Sorry, not sure. Billy and Austin Gunn. Uh, Swerve and Our Glory and the Gun Club. Yes. Right. Amen. Yeah. Uh, From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha, ha, ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today. Uh, well, then we go to Britt Baker, which we all went, what? And she says, well, I'm here with my interviewer, Tony Schiavone. Nice callback. She says that this is my interview on my time on my show, and she's had it up to here with all these different conspiracies and Soraya this, Soraya that. When, uh, Jamie Hayter says, yo, I don't care about all this. I just want to wrestle. And Britt says, yeah, me too. So I guess referring to Tony Khan, find us a tag team for Rampage. All right. So, yeah. So, I mean, Britt Baker clearly sounds like she's trying to not play scared of Soraya yeah. kind of kind of calling her out next week. So, But also, I, I kind of liked how she would have felt kind of maybe ganged up on by Renee and Soraya. Right. Like she kind of knew like, no, that's not going to be a fair interview. You're right. best friends. Why am I going to go into that? That's fair. So I kind of liked her justification of, no, if I, I'm going to talk and I'm going to talk with Tony. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who do you think they're facing? Uh, FTR? <laughs> Gun club? I don't know. Um, just to enhancement talent? Rio and someone. True. Okay. Yeah. You can, you could make it a, a cool match. I've been liking haters matches, which Leads us into chat about them announcing Jamie Hayter will face Tony Storm at the pay-per-view, yeah. which is pretty uh, sweet. We'll get into the video, I guess. And later, yeah, commentary kind of bring up like, I, is it Taz who's like, yo, the 
the fans are like really behind Jamie right now. This yeah. she's like on a hot streak. So this is isn't the best time for Tony with Jamie facing because yeah. she's kind of yeah hot right now. We go to the Ocho, Chris Jericho, the Ring of Honor champion. He comes down with the Jericho Appreciation Society. And it's time for him to face a former Ring of Honor champion. Not Ring of Honor world champion. Just a Ring of Any Honor. Any champion. Champion. He yeah. clarifies. Yeah. He's like women's champion, TV champion, pure he, champion. He does just that. He says, I'm looking for a fight. I'm the Ocho. It's Ring of Jericho. I call out any former champion from Ring of Honor. It doesn't matter. Tag champion, world champion, TV champion, even women's champion. Hell, I'd even kick Lamar Jackson's ass oh. right now. And the crowd loses it. And it cuts to him. And that's when he's like, oh, stop it. It feels like, I don't know, when you go to a, a pantomime or like any show that's like audience involvement or a stand-up comedy and they like pick on you and oh. like, oh, some people like really into it. And, like right. give it to me. Other people like, oh no, they're coming over to me. They're coming over to me, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, don't be famous and sit in the front row. Then. <laughs> maybe they put him there. I don't know. Yeah. Poor guy's like, like oh, he, I'm buy a he definitely didn't see. And Jericho just always like, oh, I see him there. Yeah. I don't know. Could use it. Could not. Start some shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit went down. Well, shit Jericho. <laughs> Jericho is not going to face Lamar Jackson. In, instead, the person who enters this this open challenge, boom, boom, Colt Cabana. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Colt Cabana returns to AEW television. Yeah. Um, Coincidence? I think not. Yeah. I what think does this, this is mean? A, a big, big statement. Having the, um, I mean, you've had what? Hangman in a title picture. You've had the elite featured on TV again, and now this. Like, this this gets me to that point with uh, with Punk and all the stuff about Colt Cabana, him saying people spreading leaks about this. Dude, we're not fucking dumb. It doesn't take a rocket science to see, huh, CM Punk showed up and Colt Cabana went away. And now CM Punk's gone and Colt Cabana's back. Like, yeah. you don't need the Young Bucks to speak to Meltzer for me to put two and two together there. Yeah, really, really strange. I mean, this could be a, a like, first kind of step to basically, you know, really learning and a, a confirming that Punk is no it longer. It feels like Punk's done. It yeah, feels like he's sure. done from this. So, I mean, what, is his contract going to get the buyout? Is he going to wrestle again? Is he ever going to wrestle again? Yeah. Is he going to speak? Is he going to do... I mean, he's not going to go on Colt's podcast again, but nope. he's going to go on someone's podcast. He, it won't be Jericho's either by the sounds of things. But, I mean, he's got he's to gotta air out some things. I, I would imagine... I, I'm not saying this guy's going to apologize to his fans, but, like, dude yeah. kind of needs to to fix some things. Uh, in, like, just as, like, a professional, like, you were... I don't see it. Like, I, yeah. he seemed like he changed, and he really hasn't yeah and i think the difference is this time i think last time people kind of understood like they were frustrated with i mean how long have we we started this show by talking about how we're starting to enjoy wwe again right but how long have we been frustrated by this product so we get it and like we saw it and it was like yeah he should be in a big match at he should be in a main event or right. whatever this time around it's like no you've you've got everything you've got everything you wanted why are you being why are you, being why are you that throwing way? it away? Yeah, like why are you being, being an petty? adult, even if you do have these issues, why blow everything up? Yeah. You know? 
Yeah, no, uh, definitely. I work with people I don't like sometimes. You, you suck it up. You do your job. Yeah, uh, very, very interesting. And, and if that's the case, then it seems like, you know, with Cole Cabana being here on TV, with the Elite coming back, you do imagine that the ties are being severed with AEW and CM Punk. So, you know, we're talking about the great Muda showing up in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> Punk. CM Punk returning yeah. to WWE. I I bet it's going to happen. I don't think I Triple wouldn't, H wouldn't go after that deal. No, but. it's, yeah, it's it's what but, has, has the wrestling bug been like stamped out of punk now like why he stamped it out like as a fan you made me not interested in watching you anymore. i agree like, i agree that's but how is i it, feel is it like he's he's still dealing with an injury right now isn't he sure like i don't know i don't know i don't understand that guy i like I, so, yeah look look i love i love i wrestling. just know he's one of the most stubborn yeah people there are it seems that way right as a fan of someone who, who loves this stuff do we all love to be entertained by the stuff however it is uh, you know, superheroes in real life form. These are real people playing characters, but they go out there and do all this stuff. But the fact that this guy like basically goes out there and says a lot of these things to real people, to outing people and saying kind of really hurtful things to definitely like going, you know, talking about Coco Bannon and his mom and his bank account. Yeah. Like, did you really need to, to, yeah. to do that stuff while you're eating muffins and stuff? Yeah. Uh, it, it's very, it's very sour. To me, like I'm just unprofessional. Like, very you're unprofessional. The company, you are the champion. Yeah, and 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 like wrestling, it's never say never. So like for me yeah. as the fan, like for me as just like the pure the fan, like I wish he he would literally like you know probably in a private setting apologize to these people. We don't know the yeah. full story. We don't know what what escalated and all that stuff. Again, we're waiting for the, the tales of the territory, the dark side until for until sure, we yeah. hear it from the horse's fucking mouth. Like I'm not like that's it. Like we don't know. We we hung out with people. Some people are like, "Oh, it's still a work." Absolutely not. No. This is not. <laughs> like this would be the stupidest work ever to get people to absolutely hate CM Punk, which he turned around this past year and had an incredible year and yeah. came back and everything. And just to kind of no, Throw that all away, and now it seems that as if like he is further furthering away from AEW, which is just a shame. Like, can you all just work out something and like just make money just, together? You just, as a fan, you're like, oh man, all these matches we could have had. Yeah, and I wish they just managed to get them while they had the time. Yeah, it just it just really feels like, what you know? Why can't we work things out? Why can't you just actually be an adult? And, yeah, and make no, money, make money together, and make entertainment. And what this, this whole thing about? Instead, you just making it about yourself it, it it does seem that way and that's just coming from me uh just another fan so yeah. I, I, a lot of fans see it that way i'm sure there's punk supporters and yeah do the right thing like cool like that's how you feel but i just like dude it's not even a elite versus punk thing it's just this guy was a prick thing yeah like it hasn't I, it doesn't even have anything to do with them really uh how i see it because he just comes across that way and now seeing colt command on tv it's like okay Will Punk go to WWE now, or is he done? Is he done? Done? Like it just—it felt like a middle finger, didn't it? It did. It's like okay, cool. But like good, good for Colt as well. Like that. I'm not a yeah. huge Colt Cabana fan or anything. Me neither. But like the guy coming out here looked love his podcast. Emotional. He love. His he podcast. clearly loves what he does, and this must suck. You you came into this company towards the beginning with a lot of your friends and. And then suddenly this guy who you've been through some real shit with over the last few years comes back and you've essentially lost your job. Yeah. I mean, still getting paid, I'm sure, but like, it must suck. So I think it's kind of, it's kind of nice him coming back. It, he, not in his Dark Order gear either. Just, just classic Boom Boom Colt Cabana. Yeah. Cabana, yeah. 
So Cole Cabana uh, comes out here and uh, Jericho is shocked. There wasn't a huge reaction. I felt like it was a delayed reaction because the crowd realized, oh, yeah. right. Wait, what? Uh, so uh, definite kind of the same reaction from us at home. Like, oh, whoa, wait a second. So Jericho acts a bit shocked and like, wait, what are you doing here? And uh, these two start to go at it. Colt keeps getting the upper hand of Jericho, but he's got his uh, minions, the Jericho Appreciation Society ringside. So uh, when we go into commercial break, it's Jericho beating up on Colt Cabana because of Jake Hager and all them around. And when we come back, Colt gets a few near falls on Jericho and then tries for the Billy Goats. But Jericho goes for the walls, which commentary are mentioning are very similar moves, which then... Um, Colt gets to his feet and does his boom, boom punches and then does, in fact, put Jericho in the Billy Goat's curse here. The mm. inverted walls of Jericho. Uh, I love this move. I used to do it on my uh, cousins uh, when I was younger. And then because I, did, I didn't never knew what it was called, though. It's like Billy Goat's curse. Yeah. Right? yeah I've, I've always been like, oh, the weird. Jer- it's like the thing. inverted one. Yeah. Yeah. It looks cool. Uh, eventually, Jericho does get out of that. And then. A move we haven't seen in a while, the Superman, where Colt runs and dives and gets his legs over you to trap you for a cover with a great near fall with Jake Hager basically pulling Jericho to break it up here with the ref not seeing. This distraction causes the ref to look over there and tries to get Hager out of there when there's a code breaker from Jericho. One, two, three. Jericho I get was it even for the Ring of Honor title? Sure. Retains the title against Colt Cabana here. Um yeah, I, I thought it was pretty fun actually. Um, I I thought they did well, kind of, you know, giving Colt, Colt that hope spot. Colt normally wrestles the like comedy style, and I kind of liked for this. It felt like a big, important match to him. He kind of worked more serious. Um, I, I thought it was pretty fun and just an interesting talking point, obviously with everything that's gone on recently. Yeah, I really love that Superman spot. Uh, it was pretty funny. Um... After the match, Jericho and his boys run up the ramp, and then they go to attack Ian Riccoboni, who was calling the match. The Ring of Honor commentator, love me some Ian Riccoboni, they go to beat him up when he's saved by Claudio Danielson. The whole gang come out for the save here. So the the blood oh, yeah. feud between the two dojos, it's Cobra Kai all over. Bull, it is. Bullet uh, Club? I no, feel, sorry. Combat Club? I still, I'm still curious what the match is. I, I assume... What are we? Danielson not, Garcia and Claudio Jericho? Like, yeah, what are the matches? At the pay-per-view? I don't know. Another Anarchy um, Arena match? Like, what are we doing? I hope they kind of wrap this up soon. <laughs> Just, I, I feel this has been going on a really long time. Yeah. What would you book? We've talked, I think we literally talked it about feels, this last week. After last week, yeah. After last week, it feels like Claudio is, that's who Jericho was taking shots at on commentary. Uh, no, on the, on the mic, wasn't it? Right. So I feel Claudio. Claudio Jericho. What is Danielson doing? Garcia. Garcia then. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Uh, I guess. This this feud does feel like it's just like every week for the past few. It's been months now. Well, it feels like the the the, the Eddie Kingston feud still feels part of this. Because that (laughs) bled into this, right? With the, the Anarchy and the Arena match. So it feels like it's been since the Eddie match, which was what? Revolution? Ridiculous. Yeah, I have no idea. February? Yeah, no. it feels like it's a long time. It's so long ago, man. Yeah. It's way before the summer, so... Yeah, wild. Wild. Uh, we go to our next match, which is the All-Atlantic Championship match. Yeah, Revolution, sorry. 
Triple threat match. It is the champion Orange Cassidy taking on Luchasaurus and Ray Phoenix. And Orange Cassidy makes his entrance with his championship in his backpack. Yep. I love it because he's lazy. He doesn't like carrying things. Totally get it. Love Suits it. Him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we have Ray Phoenix kicking off this match with Ray Phoenix doing Ray Phoenix things, uh, which means incredible feats of... Yeah, both uh, both like Orange and Phoenix managed to get Lucha out, Luchasaurus out the match. So yeah. they... It was cool. I don't... Yeah, we, we'd have seen these two mix up in trios, I think. But it was cool seeing seeing Orange like match up with Phoenix here. Yeah, I mean, Orange Cassidy, obviously, with the gimmick, but Lucha trained. Like, yeah. he's one of the best Lucha wrestlers, definitely. And he, him and Ray Phoenix are going at it here. In fact, he hits Ray Phoenix with this crazy satellite spinning DDT for a near fall. Uh, Lucha Swords gets back in and starts beating up both of them. Uh, they then both tope onto Luchasaurus. He's supposed to catch them, but he kind of doesn't. Eventually, choke slams Ray Phoenix through a table, which looks huge, deadly, crashing him through there. Uh, Lucha and Orange go up the ramp, and they're starting to brawl. And it looks like Luchasaurus is going to choke slam Orange off the ramp through some tables. But he headbutts Orange Cassidy, sets up for the choke slam. But Jungle Boy shows up and attacks him, and then does this running dive like. It was like a running cross body. Like, yeah. this was great. Onto Luchasaurus, flying off the, the, the stage through some tables here, taking Luchasaurus out of the match as Christian great, was... Great, great spot. Yeah, when Christian was right there, like, super pissed. When we go back to the ring, it's Orange and Ray Phoenix, and they're doing um, more Lucha stuff. When Pac comes down and gives the hammer to Ray Phoenix, and uh, this is when Ray Phoenix says, no, I'm not going to do this. So he goes in the ring and throws the hammer away and ends up like countering the orange punch, but then goes for a like a spinning pop-up move and gets orange punched right in the face in mid-air. Oh, incredible. Crazy finish, and orange picks up the win to retain the championship. Yeah, really fun match. Um loved the loved the stuff with uh, I think they gave everyone something that I enjoyed Phoenix and Orange at the beginning. Luchasaurus had a really great kind of just clearing the ring and just dominating everyone. Um, loved the Jungle Boy interference. And yeah, the, the orange punch out of nowhere kind of at the end there was was fun. Yeah, I, gl- I glazed over uh, a Ray Phoenix promo earlier. With where Pac kind of setting up. He's like, like, hey, take this hammer. This. It'll be your friend. What a gift. Like, why, why of all things, this, this, this is the one weapon he found in, in this world I mean, that works? probably kill you. A hammer, a hammer to the skull. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good, mate. I'm, I'll just do a head scissors. You know? Yeah, uh, it's just, it's just classic. Like, this, they're supposed to be a babyface team, but there's this match going on. Pac literally comes out and says, "Stop, hammer time. Take this hammer. <laughs> use this." And Ray's like, "Yo, I'm a fuck. Why are we using hammers? What's yeah. going on? Stop it." Weird. Yeah. Um, so I guess the dissension of these three will continue. I mean, yeah. we watched NXT last night, and Nikita Lyons costed Zoe the match by basically saying, you know, don't beat her up too bad. And yeah. then she lost. Same thing happened here. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, someone in well, the Twitch chat's making hammer jokes that I definitely was trying to avoid just because of some uh, <laughs> news in the, in the world these days. But, uh, yes, uh, I'm aware. Um, we go to, uh, actually I, I, I didn't mind this match. It kind of had, um, a little bit of everything. Like I said, a lot of the Lucha stuff with the two of them completely. And then furthering the feud of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Well, and then this crazy post-match. Yeah. Uh, as Ray Phoenix is leaving the ring, as Orange Cassidy is celebrating, uh, 
Uh, Pack comes in and attacks Ray Phoenix with the hammer and starts beating him up when Shibata's music what? hits. That's right. The fucking takeover. This theme is amazing. He comes out with the best friends. Yeah, that's right. Shibata is here. <laughs> he comes down to the ring and stands face to face. And well, yeah, the dream match taking place this Friday in Atlantic City is Shibata versus Orange Cassidy. It's it's everyone that comes from Japan just becomes mates with the best friends, don't they? I'm sure, like yeah. Okada's with the best friends, isn't he? And because they're chaos, I guess. But uh, yeah, well, like this was I did. Like, I don't think anyone would have called this happening. His music hit, and I, I like, froze. I was like, what? So, Shibata, Orange Cassidy on Friday. Yeah, really cool. Really cool. Yeah. Um, just And just nuts. Just adding more to the absolute bonkersness. This Is that a word? Bonkersness? It, that's what this is. But him it, showing this, up this here. This show is bonkersness. <laughs> this is crazy. Why the I hell is I think I can sh- just say bonkers. This yeah, show yeah, is yeah, bonkers. bonkers. It was. Uh, Shibata showing up definitely got a reaction from me. Uh, I work Friday night, but now, you know... Late Friday, yeah, early I'll Saturday. Watch this I, in I'm the gonna, I'm gonna have to watch SmackDown home? too. Yeah. I'm gonna have to watch Rampage. Fuck man! Look at us. We're we're turncoats. We're hypocrites. We literally said we wouldn't watch Rampage. We we like what we like. Hey, <laughs> we like Shibata. We're not gonna blindly just watch your product because it's on every week. Yeah. Like I mean, this one we kind of have to. <laughs> but but Rampage, no, make make us make us watch it, Tony. Tony Khan literally heard. I'm not, I'm not going to see. I'm not paying. You going? Nah. Get a flight. Mm. to Atlantic City. I heard it's beautiful. I'm sure it is. heard it's great. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, this sounds great. Do you think we see Shibata at Full Gear? Probably uh, not. It's just a I, one-off. I have no idea. It's so bizarre, man. It's so I crazy. Mean, he's not doing anything. He's not even Japan, been like so. wrestling. So, I mean, is this match going to be more so comedy kind of stuff and not so much like actual... Or is Shibata winning well, the Atlantic title? I mean, we title? saw what happened last time. What happened last Like, time? it was like, okay, this is just going to be an exhibition match. And, and then like, nah, he's man. like, nah, I'm fucking punch me in the head. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's how, like, I mean, we kind of talked off the top. But and like, it, yeah. He's probably like, well, this is AEW. I can do whatever I want here. I can do whatever. So, Orange, do like... Said he's, he's seen Soraya's doctor. This is wild, man. Shibata yeah. is here. Uh, I have to find it, but I remixed Shibata's theme into like a, a trap beat. I should find it somehow, some way. But I love his theme as well. But this was just crazy. And then, not to be outdone, AEW goes from one segment featuring is it Katsuyori Shibata yeah. to the rapper Rick Ross. <laughs> <laughs> This show is on crack, man. What the fuck? Okay, we just went to Shibata showing up on Dynamite. Then we go to backstage and Rick Ross is hanging out with Swerve. Yeah. Drinking bottles. Popping bottles. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, yeah, Rick this, Ross. This show is absolutely bonkers. Ricky Rose. I Tony wanna see Giovanni <laughs> with the biggest smile on his face as well. Big, big, big Rick, Rick Ross, Ross fan. fan. Yeah. <laughs> Rick, Tony, Tony Giovanni. No, he, he went back and was like, I'm giddy, guys. <laughs> 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 Tony Schiavone just jet skiing, fucking listening to Push It by Rick Ross. Yo, I, f- I actually do love Rick Ross. Uh, used to love listening. What's your favorite Rick Ross song? Oh, that that first one he did. <laughs> yeah, which one was that again? I don't know. Uh, he looked Rick, fun. 
He did, doesn't he? He <laughs> did. Uh, he's lost a lot of weight uh, in the past. Uh, I know he's been looking good for a while, but good for Rick Ross. This is the content I want to see. Rick Ross hanging out with Swerve. They're celebrating like they're best friends here. They look like they really know each other. They're yeah. hanging out here. And uh, Keith Lee shows up and he's basically like, oh, hey, Rick Ross. It's you know nice to see you. And <laughs> they start chatting. But Keith Lee is concerned about what Swerve did on Friday. All is cheating. Like, does Rick Ross not watch the show, or is Rick Ross just now the, one of the best heel managers in wrestling? Because <laughs> basically, Swerve kidnapped a man and broke his fingers. Yeah. So Rick Ross is okay with that. I mean, Rick Ross has rapped about worse things, so I mean, it's it's possible he's okay with this. But he's like, "Yo, Keith Lee, chill out, dog," and like starts pouring like they had bubbly like, they and had shit. Like, like, rose champagne. Yeah, yeah, rose. <laughs> Ricky Rose. Of course, it was rose. Uh, so. Yeah, uh, the boss is is here, Rick Ross. Um, Love it. <laughs> fuck, this is crazy. I don't understand why any of this is... Why is Shibata here? Why is this Jeff Jarrett is, here? Why is Rick Ross we here? We're getting Shibata, Two Jeff dimes. Jarrett. <laughs> Shibata, Jeff Jarrett, and Rick Ross in a stable. Need to... Just a, like an elimination chamber of all the returns today. <laughs> Be great. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Colt Cabana, Two Dimes... Rick Ross, uh, Shibata, <laughs> who's, who's and Will Hobbs, I guess. <laughs> this is the best uh, appearances. This is the craziest appearances in a row on one episode <laughs> of Dynamite. Like nothing's topping this. Shibata, Jeff Jarrett, uh, and Rick Ross just alone, and Colt Cabana, Colt Cabana. returning. Like that's <laughs> insane. Nothing's ever going to top that. Like Ridiculous. that's crazy. Uh, Rick Ross, uh, I can't. I can't wait. I hope they use him more. He seemed actually really good yeah, in this Yeah, he sounded role. great. Like, he looked like a Batman villain. Like, he was like, ha ha, yeah, yeah I he, like he this He looked shit. very natural. He was yeah. having a great time. Uh, that, this, is, this is awesome. I hope he's part of Full Gear. <laughs> he's not, I don't think he's... Rick New, Ross. Yeah, he's not part of New York East Side. Uh, he's Miami. I mean, can you do Rick Ross and Swerve versus Hook and... Uh, Ross. Action. Who's the other guy? Kevin Gates. Let's get him in. <laughs> oh, now we're talking six man. Already. Oh my god! Action Bronson and Hook versus Swerve and Rick Ross. Yeah, the internet would lose its mind. Uh, I'm I'm loving this. Uh, I'm I'm in on whatever they're doing with Rick so Ross. Funny. Not only just because uh, like big fan, uh, but also like I thought he came across really good. He wasn't just like. Like, like the Kevin, like no, dis, you know, no disrespect to that Kevin Gates segment because I actually thought that got them a lot of traction online. But it wasn't just like, oh, hey, I'm here, and then the guy tries to fight you. It was like he was like in it, oh yeah, in it, like he was For like sure. w you know, arm around the shoulder, like talking, and just felt really comfortable. So I want to see more of Ricky Rose. I know. In um, I listened to Swerve on, I think it was Renee's, and he was just talking about trying to across the world more and yeah he's basically i know a lot of people he he so. it works man like the, again the this will bring more people to watch the show because this these kinds of things will go all over my feed tomorrow yep. all the hip-hop stuff i follow so uh definitely uh so yeah i just can't believe we went from shibata to rick ross this sh this show is it's been nuts. nuts we then go to a great segment to follow this up with great segment imagine someone called their friend do people still call people Yo, you got to turn on dynamite. Look, Rick Ross is on TV. Hold on. Grab him. Oh, God. What's Get my TV. And then you turn it on, and then it's Vicky Guerrero and, and oh, Jade. Boy. Yeah. 
Mm. We go to this segment. It is Jade versus Marina Shafir for the TBS championship. But before the match can even really kick off, uh, Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose show up on the entrance ramp and they say that they're going to do commentary for this match. But they use the microphones and just start oh, talking. This was horrible. And I mean, Vicky's voice is already nails on a chalkboard. And then you have Nyla just yelling. And then Vicky eating chips. They're talking about chips. They're just talking like bullshit to kind of distract Jade, who gets pissed, eventually walks up the ramp, but then doesn't realize she's about to be counted out. Mm. She makes it on the count, hits a pump kick, hits the Jaded, and this match ended. And I was so, so happy. And it wasn't to do with anything with Jade and Marina Shafir. You don't know me! Yeah, I I kind of... I felt bad for them. Because I... I wanted to. Was it? This was the only women's match on the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I felt bad for them. I kind of wanted to see the match. Uh, like, not saying it's the biggest draw on the show, but like this, this was totally distracting. And they were doing the split screen thing. This was nothing. This was all you gave the the women tonight. Um, I thought. I thought this was pretty pretty shit and just not. Like, Nyla and Vicky were like, I oh, will go out and improvise and didn't have a clue what they were going to say. And it was just just embarrassing, really embarrassing. Yeah, one of the worst segments, man. I, I, I have no issue with... I think Nyla Rose is funny. Uh, she can be. Yeah. She has good one-liners sometimes. Nyla Rose is h- hilarious, especially on social media. And she just she's just ruthless sometimes. I, I love it. And I think they could be building to a, a pretty good match between Nyla and Jade. But the things they've been doing have just not been doing oh, anyone right. any favors. It makes Jade look weaker than she like should be be yeah. appearing. It just it's just, just the, the storyline itself, just the stealing the title. It's sucks. so lazy. Yeah, it's, it sucks. I, I hate I hate stealing title stories. It's yeah. just always like, well, it's not. It's not yours. You ain't the champion. Yeah, <laughs> just it's, a story. So, it's just annoying. It was so I, annoying. I just found it so lazy, and this this itself was just horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. really annoying uh just so no i get that's vicky's gimmick but like come on please after seeing rick ross i was in such a good mood and then just dropped down really quickly uh it picked back up though because we got a vignette for the house of black and mm. yes that's right malachi black is still in AEW, and um here's this like very scary spooky video vignette featuring the house of black julia black basically a Sorry, Julia Julia, Hart. Julia Black. <laughs> Julia Hart, basically a witch here. She's like burying them all, but like a ritual, like covering the, the faces up. And was stuff. it just Malachi and Brody? I don't know if... I thought I saw Buddy. Oh, okay. I'm not yeah, sure if I he was there she, or not. I think Buddy was there. Uh, we hear a voice talking. What has become of us? Have you all abandoned your faith this quickly? Burning at the stakes so soon. Singing like children to this new world but afraid to abandon it. Uh, some cool spooky stuff. Uh, I know Halloween was this week, but still in my spooky spooky spirits with uh, this stuff. I like the way this was shot. Very, very cool. Very basic, but uh, also I'm sure it has little intric- intricate yeah, things. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure this is one of those things like the the detectives can yeah, break it down a bit more and, and stuff. I, uh, yeah, I, I think I saw this on Malachi Black's they it was all, on one of their they all posted all of them. They, they posted, all posted it the other it, day, yeah. and this more of a extended version, I think. But uh, yeah, interesting because these were uh, <laughs> are these guys who had issues with punk as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! See, like there was a dream match we we wanted the tattoo guys who sit down. 
Yeah. And we never got it. Malachi, Malachi versus Punk. Punk. So many. Yeah. So many matches. Uh, this is cool. If they're coming back, then easily slot. Like, don't fuck this up, Tony. You had your chance. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. Uh, this is the act that I think will eventually get over really hot. It's time honestly. to elevate more. I, I mean, especially, I guess, the elite coming back. Like, that's the idea. You're, you're kind of already doing the break the breakup of Death Triangle. That can be what costs them. The elite win it. These are your first, like, big challenges. Yeah. So have a bit of fun with trios and then... Get Kenny into serious singles. Shit. Get Kenny into some serious stuff. Get Malachi into some serious stuff. I mean, a one-on-one match between those two is money. That's a pay-per-view match right there. Uh, but having H- House of Black, I think, will be a huge plus to AEW. And they didn't utilize it when when really I think it's something that could be a, a big, hot act. Uh, yeah. So super excited that they're coming back. Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't see Buddy in the video, but I don't want to say I did or didn't. Like I, I didn't. Like I but, at the beginning, but maybe. maybe but not. he also on his socials, he has posted this video. Okay, I'm so, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he was there. Yeah, it's just he's the one guy without tattoos. Yeah, in, in the group, it's funny. It's oh wait, I mean Julia too. No, it's just when he stands with them, it's like yeah. the tattoo, tattoo. I love this act, and I, I want them to to be big, big things here. We get the video for Tony Storm and Jamie Hayter, and we see a story on their friendship. Uh, it is kind of been noted in the past that these two kind of uh, train together, live together, roommates, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, lived together during the pandemic, they were saying. Yeah, and, and wrestled in places way before, like what, Stardom and some, some places overseas and stuff. So uh, they have been friends and known each other for quite a while, but Tony says when she showed up here in AEW, Jamie acted like she didn't even know me. She had completely changed, and she's a changed person. She's acting like a big deal. And Jamie says, I didn't change. You've changed. You did. (laughs) Uh, Basically saying, like, yeah, you've become the star. You think you're the big deal. So they'll collide. Friends will collide this, uh, well, not this Sunday, in a few weeks, at Full Gear, which, yeah, the crowd has been super hot behind Hater. Why not? I'm also like, ah, poor Tony here, because she's about to get booed, but... She's yeah, been on a good run, she too. She has been. She and has. I think both work quite a, a good physical style. I think it will be... I, we've seen the match on TV already, haven't we? But like... We've also this, seen... Uh, we've. I'm pretty sure we've watched uh, a former... Or, or maybe... Not Progress. Fuck. They've definitely wrestled before. But yeah. We've yeah. Watched I, we've, they've had TV matches as yeah. well. So... But this is on a bigger stage. Hopefully a bit more time. I think these two could put on uh, something really good. Yeah. Uh, out of Out of... Like the different picks you could have went with, like why not strike while this is hot? Mm-hmm. Hey, even if Hater loses uh, in this match, which I think she, I don't think it's her time yet, but hey, why not at the same time? I don't. Uh, think- I think it is. I, I think you could because it's still interim, right? It is. Yeah. Um, whether <laughs> whether we're gonna see Thunder Rosa come back or not, yeah. it could be something that when when Jamie wins it, they could drop that word if, if you think thunder is on the way out um but yeah i think i think it's interesting the title being on her because then it really tests the friendship with brit right how will brit be reacting to jamie her number two kind of being being the, champ? the champion so I, I i think that is the the bigger story yeah fair enough uh, i think jamie eventually will be the champion but i think tony will retain and mm. but I, I am looking forward to this match great great i like when they announce pay-per-view matches yeah way before the pay-per-view it's so good it's it's something that you've <laughs> they've clearly learned this time you have to they've announced like they didn't beat around the bush with mjf mocks it's that's the that's match. the match this is the match yeah um yeah 
Means They'll what, add some two more. weeks away, right? Yeah. A few. Really? Mm. Damn, they better announce some more things. We go to our main event. It is the, what title is this? ROH television title. Sure. Jesus. Yeah. I felt like every person came out with a title on this show. Yeah, th- this, every week we're having like four or five titles being defended. Triple A title. Like a third of the titles. New Japan this title. This Noah company, title. Yeah. GCW title. Crazy. <laughs> DDT title. They need all the titles. And you were like, they should get TNA as well. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying Jeff Jarrett's going to win the Ring of Honor. All right. <laughs> you should win this title. Face Joe in a TNA rematch. Good good shit, pal. Brian Cage challenging the ROH TV champion Samoa Joe in the main event here. These two big lads. This is big lads wrestling, 100%. Oh, yeah. uh, we have... Uh, yeah, commentary kind of saying, like, we don't have weight classes here, but this is a heavyweight match right now they start comparing they say they're two big mac trucks and then taz says it's he's some sort of other truck and then they all start (laughs) discussing different types of trucks as they all start to giggle here it felt like a i'm watching Uh, dark dark. or botchamania (laughs) clips with them all giggling Uh about joking each other uh eventually uh uh, cage is in control and hits a huge german suplex on the big bigger samoa joe here uh eventually puts him in like a chin lock and then a headlock um Kind of getting the crowd out of it a little bit, but then finally coming back, he sends Joe to the outside. I think we did have the, the fight. Oh, fair enough. Well, yeah, yeah, true. It was probably during the commercial break. Uh, Paige eventually, when we come back, though, uh, sends Joe to the outside and then hits a huge Topecon Hilo. And again, Cage is a massive, big, massive, massive guy, guy, so he's just flying here. He comes in and hits a uh, – Joe fights back with the power slam for a near fall. Cage kicks out and then starts to fight back. Cage reminds me of when I was like – 14 playing i don't know like just bring it or here comes the pain and i'd make myself super in create a wrestler super jacked and then give him all the, the moves fu- and high flying moves as well and i and i i think that right and then the guy does the 619 and he i'm does, like okay you literally are doing all that do you need to do that nine he's like i'll give him an f5 i'll give him a angle slam triple power I'll bombs give him a power bomb oh oh what about the twisting senton corkscrew thing oh yeah, yeah absolutely yeah yeah, yeah yeah that one too i mean fair play like it's impressive but it is it is ridiculous. You're just doing everyone else's moves. Yeah. Everything you're doing is everyone else's moves. Uh, he's great. I do like Brian Cage. And this match was was banging. But I literally was thinking that. And then the dude hit a 619. And I was like, all right, come yeah, on. Yeah. I, no, I, I do agree. He kind of could find some of his own stuff. Because yeah. it, it does definitely feel like, yeah, you've... You just bought everyone's finisher. Well, he does here because he hits a move we don't see every day on Samoa Joe. I, I, basically, it's a version of the Psycho Driver where he flips you around and then flattens you. Oh, the you. pump handle. Yeah, he, this, he hurt us. He's like, you want to awesome. see something new? All right. Uh, no, I'll this fucking pancake. Very him. cool. Yeah, he. I don't know how he lifted Joe up there, but just crushing him there with that face buster. I jumped out of my seat. Uh, as did commentary, but Joe manages to kick out really slowly uh, right before the three. Uh, Cage keeps on the attack. Eventually, the Olympic slam for a two count. Eventually goes for it. Looks like he's going for it again. But Joe counters it this time into the Coquina clutch. And Brian Cage taps out. Joe retains the Ring of Honor TV title before the angle after. uh, Yeah, what did you think? I was in and out of it. Uh, I didn't think it was bad. I thought Cage did some cool stuff. I, I feel Joe just still... I don't feel Joe's done much so far. Yeah. Like, he's got this title, but I don't feel... Again, I think we're maybe beating around the bush a bit with some potential dream matches, if there are any left with Samoa Joe. Um, 
to really see, okay, can you go on that big thing, on that big stage again against the dream opponent? Think like obviously the punk match would be something we yeah. we think we could see. But I don't know how much longer this guy's got left. I think he's uh like we thought he was done for a little bit in WWE. So I kind of do want to see him just, you know, check off a Danielson match, check off a Kenny match when he's back, like all these big ones. Uh, but I, I did think this was on the the better end of Samoa Joe matches. I, I for, do enjoy, for AEW, yeah. Yeah, I do enjoy Cage. Um, I'm glad he's kind of going to be featured a bit more because I do think he's impressive. And Me I think too. he's someone that when, when kind of non-fans switched on, they do notice this guy. For sure. He is He's exactly huge. what you said, this big guy doing every move. Yeah, look, I, I actually, I, I don't think Samoa John, Samoa, J- Samoa John? Samoa John. Mimosa Joe? <laughs> now listen here, Samoa. Uh, I, I don't think Samoa Joe has done too much while coming here. I think being here is a good thing. He's a good, like, you know, every, at everything, whether it's commentary, whatever it is that he does. But obviously I want to see him wrestle. But his matches so far hasn't, like, hit really. But Again, it's, he's it's, older, it's but sort of like, this weird ROH thing where, like, oh, we're kind of just holding you until you can be one of the guys there. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. It's But I, I didn't mind some of the stuff in this match. I, I got into it for sure. I know it was, like, kind of joking about Cage doing all these moves, which, like, he does do everyone else's moves. He does. But he still is uh, pretty good. And it is cool to kind of see him uh, wrestling more often again because i think he could be a a bigger thing here but after the match the gates of agony who i still don't know who they are attack and they all are beat beating down on samoa joe when wardlow comes out for the save and as uh as they're all uh fighting and brawling some is it is it um wardlow who turns around and gets hit with the spine buster oh yeah hobbs rips off his shirt Screams at the camera as dynamite goes off the air. But Hobbs making it clear he wants that TNT championship. So uh, full of gear, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, Wardlow, Hobbs. Sounds good. I think I think Hobbs, Hobbs has definitely been on a bit of a hot streak. Weird that he lost that feud with Ricky Starks. And Starks has kind of vanished to dark. Both of them kind of vanished. Yeah, so. but, but kind of Hobbs coming back with the hot thing. It's like... I feel like you would have wanted to capitalize on Starks like kind of soon after that ramp, uh, that Grand Slam win. But I'm all for this. I think I think Hobbs is someone I want to see to go to that level. I'd maybe put the title on Hobbs, Me too. and you could always do that rubber match with Starks for the title, maybe. Yeah. Um, and Wardlow, I don't know. I don't think this title runs like lit the world on fire. I I do find it weird what AEW does where giving someone a, a title and then immediately put them in a tag team. Uh, we see that here with both Wardlow and Joe. We've seen it with like Tony and Thunder Rosa, um, well with death triangle and this all Atlantic championship. It, it seems a bit weird. Like you, sh- I feel these should be focusing on if you're a singles champion. Yeah. Focus on the singles division. Oh, totally. It's just a little weird, but um, uh, yeah. I'm happy to see Hobbs back. Yeah, happy to see Hobbs back. It was kind of weird that the Joe Wardlow match was the main event. I would have probably put the I I don't know Shibata. I just you didn't know how to end the well, show. I guess can end on Shibata. I guess yeah. Hobbs coming out. I guess is also I thought Hobbs. Cool. Yeah, he, he's an AEW guy. Yeah, guy, right? that makes like, more it's sense. A big angle. Yeah, this whole episode was just nuts, man. It was insane. It yeah. was like you know it had ups and downs. Was it the best episode ever? No, but it definitely felt like 
like you said, like Royal Rumble or OVO Fest of just the what the why is this person here now? Okay, wait, now this person's also yeah. here. Shibata, this like it just fell all over the place. But wow, this was like a dime. It's supposed to be like a Raw after Mania type thing. I don't know what was going on with this episode. Yeah. But Rick Ross and Shibata in back to back segments. Like, yeah, thumbs up from me. I don't know. You got I'm, me. I'm gonna try and include them all in the show image somehow. You got yeah. It'll be bad Photoshop, but like, I've got to have them all in. <laughs> right, let's go through it again. It was. Two dimes. Two dimes. Fake Sting, two dimes. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett. Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Shibata. Shibata. And... Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Uh, Hobbs, I guess, doesn't really... No. He's like, okay. he's there anyway. Wow, so. so the five. Power yeah. five. I mean, you could probably leave two dimes out of that one if you want. No, the power five. <laughs> Fab five. Yeah. Oh, Lamar Jackson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who that was beforehand. Sorry. Oh. I watch real sports. Wrestling. <laughs> Uh, I pretended like I knew what the Ravens were. Yeah. <laughs> Baltimore? Yeah, that's right. They're in Baltimore tonight. Uh, so, yeah, go team. It was a crazy night. It was not. Dynamite uh, always delivers something, that's for sure. But, yeah, hats off to TK for that one. Whew, boy. Damn. Yeah, How's... I mean, I, I guess he's, I don't know, just the punk stuff's been getting to him and he just pressed random on his phone. <laughs> Did like phone roulette. I was like, and I've got Jeff Jarrett. All right. Fuck, man. We got to download it. Like, fuck, what can I do Rick with Ross. two dimes? All right, have him leave the factory. <laughs> all right, that, that'll get him. But it's all a fake out for Jeff He's Jarrett. Got different spin wheels. He's got all the fucking factions, and he's got this other spin wheel. And then he's like, and now Shibata. All right, Shibata's in the Trustbusters. Before he, before he does this, it's just. All right, what can I do here? Wrestling Mad Libs. What do we got here? All right, what? Give me a 100%. <laughs> give me a TNA former world champion. Okay, Jeff Jarrett. He's returning tonight. Give me a, a non-active New Japan wrestler that should be in a match this week. Okay, all right, got him. Give me a rapper that's not from Baltimore but uh, Miami. Okay, Rick Ross. Hey, Colt. How's it going? Yeah, no, no, I just lost your number. Why have you not been at work? Yeah, sorry, I ghosted yeah. you. Do you want to face Jericho tonight? Yeah. yeah. No, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Lamar Jackson's just like, there's a wrestling show tonight. I wonder if I should buy a ticket and check this out. Walks in and they point him out and now he's put front row and he's like, ah. And Jericho's like, yo, you want to fight? And he's I don't like, even no. watch this stuff. I- <laughs> ah. <laughs> My bad, I thought this was raw. <laughs> Shit, sorry. <laughs> Where's John Cena? What is a Luchasaurus? <laughs> Man, wrestling is wild. Yeah. This is this is just crazy. Uh, uh, Fire Frank in the chat says, can't wait till uh, Bodie Haywood shows up to, to be uh, a fake sting as well there. Well, he can, he can team with two dimes. Both got killed off from, from NXT. Show, yeah. yeah, there's your new faction. NXT 2.0, like, refugees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This show is wild. God bless Crazy Tony Khan. Shit. God bless AEW. Re- I was going to say rest in peace wrestling, but this is just the start of a new whole era. This is the craziest the post-punk year. post-punk era of AEW. Yeah, yeah. This is what this felt like. This felt like the real reset of like, this is what the world could be without CM Punk. Uh. Rick Ross and Shibata. So, wow. If this is what AEW is like, I guess count me in, uh, really. We're going to be at full gear. We're going to be in full gear. We're going to be so excited uh, to watch some of the, I can't wait. We're gonna see Jeff Jarrett wrestle live. Yeah, have you? you we, I don't think I've seen him wrestle. I don't live. think I've seen Jeff Jarrett live. You've been to a TNA show, haven't you? Yeah, I don't know if he's on the show. Yeah, I've got. Yeah, 
that have had no reason to see him live. Sting, we've seen Sting live. Seen Steve, Sting like loads of times. Sting and Goldberg, I've seen way more times than I have anywhere. Sting any Goldberg? No, just Sting, Sting and, and Goldberg. Goldberg. Okay, gotcha. I've seen a lot. Yeah. It's weird. Damn. Yeah, full gear is going to be nuts. Uh, what else do you see uh, being added to that? So you've got Britt Soraya, I'd assume. Jamie. Yeah. Uh, Tony. Tony. Eliminator tournament. We didn't Ooh. talk about the Eliminator tournament. Yeah, so they're doing that thing they did last year um, where the winner of it, basically, Danielson was the one to win it, win it mm. last year. Uh, basically, the winner of this gets a title shot. I think at Winter is coming. I think it's Ethan Page. Ethan Page winning the yeah. tournament? Okay. I think they're, oh, it's at Winter is coming. They confirmed that, did they? The winner faces okay. the champion. Uh, maybe that's not big enough. I thought it might be like just some TV. Uh, yeah, just Ethan Page is already kind of inserted into that story. He's right. like the main guy to beat up MJF. He's like beating up Mox hmm. as well. He was on commentary today for Mox match. It, I think he's kind of aligning and it could be a nice little push for him, but that doesn't feel, considering we had what Danielson Hangman last year and um, and what was it the year before? Kenny Mox. Yeah. Yeah, probably not him then. Yeah. Someone. Kenny. <laughs> I don't want to see Kenny in trios. I, like just get Kenny. Uh, I I want to see the trios. I want to see the return as the trios, mm-hmm. sure. But you can easily put Kenny back in a main program. The the unfortunate thing is MJF needs his run, so Kenny needs to. It's almost like Kenny needs CM Punk to come back to have that. Yeah. It's like where do you go from? Like does he you attack Hangman? Dog, just be like, can we just do this one match? And then you can fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either way, so far I'll the pay-per-view is looking JS good. To lock Colt Cabana in his room. Oh my god. Yeah. Sure. Either way, pay-per-view is looking good. Wait, we didn't see... Uh, uh, Danielson... Is Danielson and Claudio still locked in the room? No, they attacked Jericho and them. Uh, they came out They tonight? saved Ian. All right. Ian? Oh, Shout out Ian. That's right. Yeah. He was in the show, too. Ian was on wow, the show. Wow, the show is well. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the show is going to be crazy at Full Gear. It's even going to be crazier at the post-wrestling five-year anniversary live show in Newark, New Jersey. I hope to see some of you listeners there and all of our friends. It's going to be a wild, wild weekend in Newark. The the many saints of Newark. Mm. John, Way, Davey, and Braden. The many saints of Newark. That's it. We need that on a t-shirt. We need that on a meme. <laughs> Please. Can't wait to see all you people. And if not, hey, maybe pump some of the show will be uh, available online and recorded and all that stuff and photos and socials and stuff. But follow our socials at Up Next Podcast on Twitter. I, myself, Brayden Harrington, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at the Bray D. And you can find me at Davey Portman. We will be back next week on this free feed. Listen to Shot in the Dark, John Cena, covering everything in 15 minutes. We will be back Tuesday with Up Next and then Wednesday night again with BD Elite. And you want to hear more, patreon.com slash up next. Guys, it's five bucks. That's it for the whole month. And you get access to hundreds of podcasts that we have recorded. We have movie reviews, retro wrestling reviews. Everything is on there. Best matches ever, including best match ever, Macho Man, that's coming up yeah. this, this month as well. Can't wait. So, so many different things out there on the Patreon. And we would love for you to go check it out. And it's only five bucks. And it's how we keep the lights on here, literally and figuratively. So, thank you, guys. What are you waiting for? What are you waiting yeah. for? What am I waiting we for? We need to do I Still Need... No, we did. I Still Know What You Did. Yeah. Jack Black is a Jamaican Yeah, we never dude. finished it. That's when... ah, it's probably for the best. Right. Thank you, everybody. Take we care. love you. That's it. That's all. Take care. Goodbye. Be safe. And uh, shout out boom, Ricky... Boom. <laughs> Ricky Rosé. Oh.
Ahoy! Hey there, BreezeLine has a holiday gift just for you. One month of free internet for all your family's gift sites, book flights, and movie nights. Get reliable, fast internet with speeds starting at 100 megabits per second for just $19.99 a month. Plus, free Wi-Fi your way home for the first 12 months. And your first month is free. BreezeLine wishes you all a happy and bright holiday season. If only they could give you a little holiday relief from all the matching family outfits. Service subject to availability. New residential customers in select areas only. Visit BreezeLine.com for complete offer details. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO.